I'm Henry Latham, this is Rob Hamlin, and this is all about the product, a bi-monthly chat, general sort of chit-chat and catch-up about anything and everything product. Today, apart from our general sort of meandering, <laughs> catching up about what we've been up to, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about um, routine and um, something that I've been thinking about a lot the last week. Um, yeah, so I thought it'd be a nice topic to, to dive into. Before we go into that, you know, general catch up, like how, how's your week been? How was, how was last week? Last week was crazy. Hi, Henry. Sorry, I should yeah. say. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, because this is not pre-recorded at all, is it? So, um, yeah. Hi, Henry. Uh, no, um, last week was crazy, actually. I felt like um, I really needed a weekend. And I don't mean that because I'm not passionate about what I do. I just felt like last week was exhausting and just needed to, to have some downtime. How about you? What was that with? Just a lot of work or not? Um, lots of work and lots of kind of like quite pressing deadlines uh, that were mm. kind of a little bit out of my control last week. So yeah, I felt like, and I actually, I did take like Friday afternoon off as well. So as always, any of you who take holiday, you end up working crazy hours before to compensate for that. So yes. yeah, I probably squeezed quite a lot in my kind of four and a half days, which is probably uh, the result of that. Uh, right. Interesting, actually. Uh, maybe, maybe we sort of we can segue into routine later. <laughs> uh, no, burnout's a really interesting topic. I found it. Um, I mean, sim- similar. I think because I mean, we talked about this last last episode, right? I had that. Um, you know, ultimately six weeks of just like getting three hours of video content for each week, like one on ones with all these students, workshops, and sort of mapping out the future. Whilst also still doing a little bit of consultancy work, so. Last week, finally finished that. I had a week of reflection. I was just like super burned out. Like I knew I would be. But you know, when you, you find it difficult to sort of motivate yourself to do actually quite like simple, seemingly small tasks. Um, I think also it's been compounded. I don't know if you found this by the fact that, you know, being, I think being at home a lot the last four months makes it difficult to mentally separate the two things. I'm quite... Um, disciplined in my routines there we go we're going to segue into that a little bit later yeah um in terms of you know I'm, when I'm working I'm working when I'm not I'm I'm fully off but I found it difficult um yeah I think just generally more tiring I suppose you also have that added stress somewhere in your mind about you know uncertainty and and COVID and sort of what happens next and I think you know particularly as entrepreneurs sort of starting businesses this year um I think that's the feeling that I've sort of picking up with myself at least. Uh, what about you? Is it just, just last week or? Last uh, I mean, I kind of wrote this year off, to be honest, as just putting like everything into leap. Um, and I say I wrote this year off. I kind of wrote this year off for just not having a conventional like nine to five job. Yeah. But I think upon reflection, I... What do you, what do you mean by, by writing off in... As in just like I would have longer work days or maybe work one day at the weekend. Oh, sorry. You mean Uh, in terms of like your... your, Yeah, just like like a balance. Yeah, exactly. And I think um, I I wanted to kind of do that because like, especially with COVID, and I I know this is going to crop up now probably every kind of episode, but (laughs) you know, I kind of just, I'm one of those people like I'm all in, like I'm all in on just making sure that like this thing is going to work. And I think if I was to kind of go, right okay five o'clock tools down i'm done now 
you know, that would be me not kind of being a hundred percent committed and just kind of, you know, there's a fine line. Yeah. There's a fine line here between like the work life balance and kind of, because I I'm in favor of having work life balance. When I worked at IBM, there was no balance whatsoever. When I worked at AJ, there was a a tremendous amount of push to kind of make sure that everybody had like their own lives, which is amazing. And, um, I think especially with setting up a company and establishing yourself, it just means that sometimes I do work a little bit into the evening, but equally like I, most days I am not a morning person. So most days I don't really start until 10 AM anyway. So my nature of the beast, I'm kind of creating my own way of working. So yeah, I don't really want to work before 10 AM in the morning. That's my choice. Interesting. So this could could have been scripted. We're going to go perfectly into routine. (laughs) Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I, mean, I really disagree. I'm, I'm, You're an early like, bird, aren't you? No, but not even that. I'm just the opposite of what um, I just really fundamentally believe that that overworking is not um, doesn't lead to effective outcomes. So there's there's an interesting concept of um, there's a book by by Jocko Willink, who's just like super macho SAS, like X, not sorry, not X, X like US Special Forces, like hyper yeah. macho. Like his thing is um, showing his watch like 4.30 a.m. like doing squats in the gym, like sweat and blood on the floor kind of shit. <laughs> but anyway, point is he, he wrote a book called um, Discipline Equals Freedom, which is about actually the, the, you know, I think generally we see, so for example, like when I say, okay, I get up at 6 a.m., like I meditate and I have a cold shower. For yeah. most people, they get like, you know, you, you sound like a psycho to them. Like, you know, it sounds like you're just completely nuts. Um, but they, they forget like, that, and I am that's what you should do <laughs> but, no, no, but I think that the point is is that um, firstly it's like these habits when you do them for a long time just be, you know become natural like so yeah even on a Saturday I'll, I'll wake up pretty early not all the time but generally I'll wake up 6 6 30 uh, just naturally and 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 that's fine I would have got you know gone to sleep relatively early um, so it's not you know it's not difficult and also on the other side I think actually the more important point is that discipline equals freedom in that when you have these good habits you actually free yourself up to enjoy life more so for example the way that i'll tend to structure my day obviously this is much easier now that i'm you know master of my own time like running my own business uh is i will get up at six and like work really intensely like have deep work in 90 minute blocks until let's say midday yeah. yeah. Now and again, I'll have a call at like 11, but usually my calendar is completely blocked out. Um, usually by like lunchtime, I'm feeling, okay, I've sort of reached my mental limit. So then I'll have, I'll have lunch. I will have a nap almost every day. Have one today, <laughs> and then try and take like a couple of hours off. I'm sort of trying to just by detaching from work, like the doing stuff like, you know, going to the gym, like going for a walk with the dog, that kind of thing even the supermarket, what I'm doing is I, I think effectively then uh, just zooming out, pausing to say, okay, like, you know, what did I do today? Um, like how, you know, say I'm going to do another two hours or so, like four or 5 PM, like how could I use this effectively? Does this all sort of make sense and tie in with a longer term strategy? And I think that, um, so on one side, that is more freeing because it means that every day when I get up, I don't have all these million decisions to make. I just get in the, you know, just the cogs start moving, right? That those habits are, are really ingrained. 
which also then frees frees up a lot of time as i said like later in the day or you know i, I very very rarely work past like five or six um secondly i think that it makes you far more effective as i said because i think when you're rushing around you're not pausing to look at the making these strategic decisions you're not going you know i think it's easy to run for stuff and feel that uh, you know 10 hours equals 10 hours of of outcome for the business but it's rarely the case and usually it's if you if you look back like i journal as well and have a sort of to-do list when i look back and analyze that stuff there's usually one thing which took you know could even take five minutes could have taken two hours but that trumps everything else in the day generally um so that's why i'm a, personally a big fan of, of routine and think that 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 I didn't want to call it discipline, but ultimately just having, having routines is actually quite freeing and I think makes you more effective. And the science. I agree. I agree. Loads of science. I, yeah, science just my routine starts, <laughs> my, my discipline starts yeah. later. Yeah. And actually one of the clients that I'm working with at the moment, um, I have a lot of touch points during the week mm. with him and he doesn't work before 10 o'clock as well. So, and he's already yeah. doing his yoga in yeah. the morning. And, you know, actually 10 is really great. It gives you time to kind of just kind of evaluate what is happening uh, throughout your day. Yeah. It just means that really anything to do with clients just doesn't happen before that time. Yeah, yeah. Well, think, that, that's a point that it's a very different, uh, you know, yeah. very different. Our work days are therefore different. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, like, especially with my old IBM days, like, I would, I would actually go into the studio at like half past seven, oh, nice. knowing full well that actually um, the designers, the actual team uh, of designers wouldn't really be there until half past nine, maybe even quarter to 10. Mm -hmm. And it meant that the two hours that I had on my own were probably the most productive two hours I had during the day rather yeah. than you know, yeah. giving people creative direction or whatever. But um, yeah, so I think that comes down to flexibility and who you are and what you do, doesn't it? Because I think, you, I think, Henry, you've got some really like interesting kind of disciplines and they apply directly for yourself. And I think the, to extrapolate from this conversation would be that everybody would kind of have their day-to-day -day routine anyway, but they kind of just make things work for themselves. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I well, think, it, you know, just... Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's just uh, kind of like, just to kind of go back on like past careers and you know where you know you work at agencies and you're not allowed to leave before half past six or if you do you you yeah. feel super guilty you know that i think those days are kind of like if you're working to kind of like that kind of um rigidity now i think that's something that you would have to question but yeah yeah i mean that, that's actually that's a funny story i can tell is i got fired um my one and only time like my first job in berlin because so so um yeah my, my thing has always been as like slightly unreasonable with certain things it's like why i've never been a good employee like i'll put everything into to my work if i'm working for someone but i will question things so i remember being like because i would do the same then i would um you know come in early like at that point i'd come in like i don't know 738 like do some german and then do a bit of like deep work first thing so I sort of got my what i felt was like the long-term strategic work done quite early then do my normal work day because of that, I was, you know, 4.30. I was like, okay, I'm pretty tired. Like, I'm, nothing much is happening here. But I built, also because I built a design system. So it was basically just the work was done. <laughs> and the previous person, like, had just been doing everything manually. So taking, like, you know, fucking, like, a month to just build some silly input field that they'd already built, like, a slight variation of. Yeah. Basically, just a complete waste of time. 
And so I just like basically automated everything with the design system. So like tasks would come in, I was all right, drag input, drag button, like done. Like all, all responsive, so it's done, easy. So I'd, like, I'd get my workday done in like two, three hours. So I was sitting there, um, I didn't really like the boss as well. So that was, you know, leading to some sort of conflict. And I was like, well, fuck this. So like 4.30, I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, guys, I quietly just sneak out. <laughs> and then obviously the boss, the main, the main boss was like, what the hell? Like, you can't just leave at 4.30. Um, so I got, a, didn't even do it in person. Just got a letter one, one Saturday morning. But like, yeah, sorry. You're On a Saturday. Saturday. Which is actually, I think, illegal. But um, yeah, <laughs> anyway, you know, it, was, it was coming to a point where I was, I mean, part of me leaving earlier was like, fuck this. I don't really care. Um, I'm just, you know, if I get fired, I get fired. Great. I'll get some months paid leave. So worked out well. But um, yeah, that was, that's a good example. <laughs> like, don't follow my advice if you uh, are an employee. Obviously, you have to be realistic. You can't just disappear for two, three hours in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, but I, th- I think coming back to a more serious point, I think it, it's for me, it's ultimately like di- dividing your time between at least spending some time on strategic work. So what I mean by that is, say, for example, um, you know, like say, say the student for the product MBA, right? Some of these guys are working full time, like product owner, product manager, like it's a busy job, whatever company, it's going to be a busy job. So I say to them that rather than getting overwhelmed and trying to sort of squeeze three hours in the evening, just take 30 to 60 minutes like first thing in the morning, you know, get out, have a shower, have your coffee, whatever your routine is. Just yeah. 30 to 60 minutes, like really focused, like no distractions, no phone, no notification. Uh, and if you, you know, you do the, the program content then, then it's going to be way more effective. So even 30 minutes then, then three hours at, you know, six to 9 p.m. when you're knackered or you've got kids or, you know, you want to just have a, a glass of wine or something with your, you know, yeah. wife or whatever. Um, but I think, yeah, because again, you, you have to be realistic, right? So in your case, you know, you, you, you as I see it, I imagine you're, you're balancing reactive work, which is client work but also wanting to do some of the more strategic, like, you know, long-term stuff, like, you know, you're, you mentioned the website and, you know, these. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. And it's just, it feels like, um, yeah, I did, um, I did a time management course years and years ago. And for anybody who feels like that time is just beyond them, um, I would definitely recommend doing something like that. Uh, but I, like having, like being a, a founder to your own company massively exacerbates all of that stuff, especially yeah. whilst I'm still kind of hands on with clients as well. Yeah, yeah. So I should imagine that at some point, um, you know, obviously, and this is like a, like a damage limitation kind of phase at the moment that we're coming out of COVID. And of course, that you know, yeah, it's yeah. right that I'm kind of working on projects. So it just means that anything to do with the company has to be done. And if I don't do it, it just won't get done. So it just means that, yeah, like sometimes my days are a little bit longer. But do you know uh, what? It's like I, I love doing it. Like it's one of those things. Like I've never, um, I've never had burnout. I would, don't ever think I would be one of those people that would have burnout because I do know like what, what you need to do. And, and at the moment, this is what I was saying, like going back to my year. Like I think I've, I've written this year off that if, do you know what? I end up working for four hours on a, on a Saturday. I don't mind. Like that's my passion to mm-hmm. make leap the best that it can be. And if it means it uses four hours of my time on a Saturday, then of course I'll do that. 
Yeah, that's that's sorry. There's an interesting point within that as well. I mean, it was generally interesting, but one thing I, I really picked up on. <laughs> Thanks, Henry. Is, uh, <laughs> um, the the um, like I think that's a really really interesting thing around like when it's your business, it's easy to get. Um, you know, it's fun, right? It, all the stuff's fun. I've found this in the past with like programming, like it's super fun. So you're you know you're building some MVP. Yeah, and I actually found one learning I've had over the last like five, six years is being better at not just saying no to let's say clients or calls and stuff like that, but also being more ruthless and cutting stuff off my list. So I'm now, I've now, let's say the last three years, I'm comfortable saying, you know, I've got like these five things on the list. If I get the two important ones done, like the other stuff, I'm just going to keep kicking back to the end of the week. And actually I find it works quite well because there are times quite often, you know, maybe 30% of the time where those tasks, when you get to end of the week, you're like, well, actually, you know what? It doesn't matter if I don't do this. Do you also find as well? Yeah. Do you also find as well that when you have... No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. um, When you have lists and things get deprioritized and deprioritized, you get to the end of the week or whatever and you just go, like, if I've not done that, it just wasn't important. I I think that it works really well, but also you have to have a psychological like decommitment from it. So I think one bad thing um, I always try and avoid, but happens now and again, is you know, you sort of, you know what you need to do next week, but you also feel like there's that sort of nagging thing in your head about like, oh shit, I should have done these things before finishing the weekend. And I think actually what I tried to now is just, just delete it from my list rather than kicking it to next week. Yeah. And just feeling fine with that. So even if I know it's unimportant, if I leave it, I'm just, it's just another, you know, another thing stacking up somewhere in like the murkiness of your mind, which I think is, is, uh, you know, unhealthy for your mental health, but I think also just very ultimately a distraction, right? I think, it, yeah. you know, I think I always make this point. I think when, when you are running a business, you know, there is, I mean, there are literally infinite things you could be doing, but usually there's like one or two things that will be, Critical. Yeah. I mean, there's just millions of shiny distractions around that you need to just get, you know, gradually get, well, it's just, it's a constant fight, right? To just keep these things out of the picture, I suppose. Yeah. Um, how, do you have any other, because um, I know you say you start at 10, but I imagine within that there are some like systems that you have. So is it, yeah. you start checking email? Yeah. At the moment it's, you know, mainly dealing with clients or, yeah, I think, um, I mean, I have my own kind of um, like routines of what I want to do within, you know, most days of the week are kind of the same. Like I have like calls as much as I can mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, same as you up until like lunchtime, because then it enables me to have free time in the afternoon that's clear time that doesn't get interrupted. But of course, there'll be things that crop up from, you know, clients or like new potential clients where, you know, things like those schedules are slightly uh, like blown out of the water because obviously they're not fully within yours. Um, so you have to be kind of quite uh, adaptive, I guess. Um, adaptable even, not adaptive, adaptable. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of just, I kind of just have like you, you know how your day goes, you know, when you've had a good day and you go, actually, yeah, yeah. that was a good day. I want to try and replicate that day because it was really, really good. Yeah. There are of course going to be anomalies that, that kind of crop up and derail that occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it is just having a bit of like mind space so that 
you can, it's okay for things to just not go as planned sometimes as well. Mm. And, you know, it makes us kind of stronger humans to kind of know that we, you know, we, you know, as we get older, that we don't become these ir- irrational people that can't be flexible. And I think, yeah, being flexible is a strong part to kind of being like a strong leader as well. And there'll be times, for example, when, you know, like Balant will call me and it'll be like, oh, like I, I have work that I have to do, but I know it's important that I have to give him time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if that, yeah. For, so for me, I think it's just about the flexibility. So try and have your, like, you know, when you have good days, and I think when you're employed, it's probably slightly easier because routine will kind of repeat itself a bit, you know, a bit more frequently. Whereas like you and I, as kind of founders to our own businesses, there's definitely way more anomalies that get thrown in as kind of curveballs that you have to deal with. And again, it's like what you were saying, the prioritizing, like it's down to us to kind of know what's important and what isn't. Like, you know, and, you know, deprioritizing, knowing which things to deprioritize because, you know, things like invoicing, you just can't put that stuff off until, you know, the end, the end, the end, the end. You just can't keep doing that. Otherwise, you don't get paid. So it's just knowing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Let's, I mean, let's link this to, to product as well because I think it's, um, I think there's a really value, I mean, there's a valuable point about like time management, obviously, but I think also there is, it's interesting, right, in that we, we say, for example, you're hiring, let's say, whether, you know, whether it's a product manager or whatever, we, we never look at, so there's quite a lot of evidence sorry, in behavioral psychology now, which points to systems over outcomes. So what I mean by that is we generally look at success as just like this, this thing that, that happened. So like I lost, you know, 10 kilos or something. And we set ourselves focused on that sort of goal or whatever outcome. Yeah. And actually instead of, instead what we should be looking at is like, what are the systems in place? Because say, for example, if you're evaluating, let's say, a, you know, a good product manager, it's not necessarily true that someone, let's say, that worked at, let's take a growing company now, like N26 or Revolut, right? Fast growing banking app. It's not necessarily true that they're going to be a good product manager just because they worked on this feature or that feature. I mean, the product at the time just hit, you know, obviously very well run, I imagine very good management team, but ultimately like the right idea, right time is a big part of that as well and one thing i noticed is that you know that that is a sort of a ticket in uh, having you know one of the big companies let's say on your cv um whereas actually what i like to do if i'm interviewing people is like really trying to dig into like okay, what are your habits and how do you approach things because ultimately like if you have good processes or systems in place like managing your own time managing work how you manage teams as well then the outcome is inevitable. So an easy analogy for that, right, is, is, you know, with weight loss, people go, you know, I'm just going to like get a gym membership, lose 10 kilos. And that's what I'm going to go for rather than saying, you know, what, I'm just going to do like, 15 minutes each day of some exercise. And I'm just going to like do these two meals every day. Right. So it's the, these systems that ultimately work quite well. Um, so coming back to that thing about sort of routine, you know, maybe that's a bias that I have as someone that's like super disciplined with all this stuff and maybe, you know, sometimes unnecessarily so. Um, but I think it's a really just undervalued thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really undervalued part of people. Um, and, you know, similar to what we talked about last week, like all of these things, I think of like, you know, people 
being good at show, like saying no, being good at um, being strategic rather than reactive, like having some of these habits, I think is quite a good indication of how you're going to perform. Yeah. And managing upwards as well is also like a big yeah. part. In, yeah, because yeah. Um, I, throughout my career, I've seen this happen so many times where, you know, the more, the more you just say yes to someone just because they're in a senior position, like yeah. they could literally just make your life hell because they have no structure themselves. Yeah. And it's yeah. almost like this um, time being this, um, this just this piece of elastic that you know the more the more requests you are asked to do and the more you do them then the more that's going to likely be expected from you until then likely you will burn out because that will be you're kind of setting the presence for kind of your working way forward so yeah a lot of it comes down to kind of managing back upwards as well and having kind of check-ins with those people uh to just you know explain that um you know there are only a certain amount of hours in a day and uh, you know that's they have to kind of respect your time mm. as well that um i can't remember where this quote comes i want to say it's like a buddhist quote but i, I have no idea just make it up random. <laughs> is it this point of um like one decision that saves a thousand decisions and this is also applicable to like routine and sort of self-improvement as well but um that that's a great example so lots of product managers i speak to that I've mentored in the past, like the big issue is like, how can they, so you can teach them all this nice theory about, you know, you should listen to customers and you should iterate based on feedback and, and, and rather than just, you know, building this random roadmap, but um, you can give them all that theory, but in practice, if they're unable to like negotiate effectively with up the, the you know, seniors, right. And, and actually push back and say like, no, that makes no sense. We should be doing this, this, this instead, obviously in a better way. Yeah. And, then yeah you you know you are going to burn out and be and, and and ultimately like not deliver value and not be able to do your job well but on that point as well of the the coming back to the quote of the 1000 decision that saves a thousand future decision i think having those conversations like immediately when you come into a company or let's say you know right now is is um the next best time if you have that conversation up front then then you avoid all of these as you said like you know your time getting screwed slowly yeah time and 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 just having these like endless pointless discussions around sort of the same topics further down the line yeah uh, and actually that is a good hack as well for time management I think. yeah and it's just also as well like, i think people will respect you more because yeah. you're more you are more structured in what you will take on and so people will be mindful that actually, and it will help them prioritize more as well, rather just offloading everything and you just saying yes all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen this happen like so many places. Um, that if you do push, you don't, I mean, you don't have to push back and be rude. You can be, you can push back with um, a lot of kind of diplomacy and respect yeah. and have a discussion then to kind of follow up because, um, you know, there there has to just be a point where um, your time and what your quality and your offering gets completely compromised. The more you get put on, you know, the more load you get put on yourself. So yeah, there's definitely discussions that should be had. Yeah. And also then linking back to a sort of first point about routine, I think it's, um, you know, that the, yes, we need to be reactive to certain things, like particularly for managing, like you're, you know, you're never going to know what's going to come up, but also, uh, we need to be as strategic as possible and take up as much time as possible with strategic work. Um, and therefore, 
like we, we can't do that if we are just, you know, as you said, saying yes to like, you know, whoever our boss is, um, yeah. we need to push back and actually like carve out that time to make sure important get work gets done. And you're, you're actually able to have a think about, okay, what is important and what should we work on? Yeah. Otherwise you get in this constant mindset of just yeah, waiting for what the CEO says or what a, what a client request, I suppose. Um, maybe that's a good point to end on about half an hour. <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> any i mean anything else that's come up this week for you anything else this week uh i mean um i'm kind of slowly kind of planning um like a few days in the south of france uh, um in the next week or so as well so this is for me going to be some nice kind of downtime and where are you gonna um, go? i'm thinking doing the same well <laughs> actually um, I have my house there in uh, yeah, just outside yeah, yeah, Perpignan. Yeah. So we're in the process of selling it at the moment. So it's literally going to be to kind of like wrap up that chapter and yeah, yeah get everything kind of packed up. But um, yeah, it's something that we're, it should have happened before like the whole COVID thing before the borders got uh, right. locked down. So, um, but it will be nice to head back there and just kind of like say goodbye to the life that we had before. Yeah. Um, so, but in doing that, it means that, yeah, like I, ha I am being kind of being more structured, um, having kind of more discussions with Balan about kind of planning when he wants his holidays as well. Um, so that we can plan for like our client commitments coming up. So it feels mm -hmm. nice to kind of be thinking a little bit further out, to be honest as well. So um, it's a nice kind of place to, to, to be in. Yeah, that's, uh, it's funny enough, my, my grandparents have this like, it's like an old, not an old farm, but like a little cottage, like two hours from Toulouse, like middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going with a friend like end of August, obviously depends on travel stuff. Yeah. But, uh, just go there and like, yeah, just chill for a few days, like do a little bit of work as well. There's no internet as well, so you have to go to like the town which has one cafe. Yeah. Use that in the morning, and then I'm so I'll do that like eight till twelve, like half days, and then and then uh, just take the afternoon off, like do some like gardening and manual labor and stuff. <laughs> so nice, isn't it? Actually, on yeah, Sunday we, off. yeah, on Sunday we just did a, a barbecue at a friend's garden in the north of Berlin, and we pretty much like left phones at home, and it was miserable weather because I think it was kind of pouring with rain like periodically as well. But it was just so nice just to kind of have that time where it was just like, yeah, do you know what? it's raining. I don't care. I started reading my new book as well, which is Play Bigger, which is really, really nice. And um, and just, yeah, enjoyed the kind of moment of without tech. So I think, yeah, I think if you can, that would be, it's actually kind of nice, isn't it? Also as well, no, when you don't have tech at home. No, I tried to, I'm trying to get more into like one day a week, like Sunday, I'll usually avoid touching my phone or if I do, it's like timer or something. Yeah. No, it's nice. Yeah, I did similar like Sunday morning, like just meditation in the park with some, some cool. stretching yoga to like start my day feeling very relaxed. Yeah. Good way to reset as well for the start of the week, I think. Cool. Yeah, you have like a nice zen about you kind of like with your, your yoga in the mornings and your meditation and stuff. So, yeah. yeah no, I think it's, uh, I think I've just learned that it's, it's both uh you know i just enjoy my day more like more happy more zen but i think also yeah. there's also the 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 uh, productivity argument which is like it's you know i'm just more effective when i do that stuff yeah there's just it's a win-win a i think yeah cool 
it's good that you know what what you have to do in order to do that that's also a lot of people spend their lives trying to work that out yeah. i think that comes from just working a lot for myself because you just have so many you know you, you so many opportunities to iterate right and play around yeah. you know routines i've tried lots of different stuff and i sort of stumbled on what sort of works now yeah but i'm always like adding bits or like tweaking stuff or like throwing stuff away as well so it's, yeah it's good yeah it's an ongoing process you might look in 10 years time look back and go actually yeah i i could i wish i'd done that 10 years ago and you oh, might yeah, feel like definitely. you're at optimum already so no 100 percent. no no i'm very yeah i'm very much open to like seeing what works and what doesn't work as well um but yeah i think um routine is is definitely a topic we can come back to as well because i think it's definitely it's, yeah it's an undersung hero of a good life i think <laughs> and i want some more of your quotes yeah, I don't, I'm going to find out where that quote comes from and I'm gonna, I'll text it to you later. It's probably <laughs> completely wrong. It's, it's probably good. some stupid like business guru thing. I like, anyway, I like, I got value from it. So it's not at least one person found it useful in the world. Hey, and if it doesn't exist, make it your quote. Yeah. No, it definitely <laughs> exists. I'm just not sure. I think it's one of those that's just like done the rounds and nobody knows who started it. Ah, that's fine. Nah. See, uh, yeah. That's it. So I'm, I'm, I'm off on to Greece on Wednesday. So, yeah, you yeah. lucky sod. Yeah. Whereabouts? Athens and Paros, which is like a relatively small non-touristy island. Yeah, nice. That's I'm doing a non-tech. I'm going to do a non-tech uh, week. So I will not be checking email or I'll probably check WhatsApp now and again. Just send me a picture of the beach. That would be ace. Yeah, yeah, I will do. I will do. Um, yeah, I'm re- actually really looking forward to it. Again, I think that just thing of being at home for four months is, I think, I think just getting out is going to be nice. Both yeah. my girlfriend, like this, is, we're like picturing ourselves in a taverna with some like nice wine from a barrel. Yeah, seafood. Yeah, some nice food on the table as well. Yeah. Uh, and how's, how's all the time? It's 36 it's... degrees. It's going to be so hot. Oh, yeah, it's going to be really But I think it's different. When you're on the beach, it's, it's kind of different. There is like a niceness to that kind of temperature. No, I think it'd be nice. I don't, I don't, I don't actually mind the heat so much. Um, I think it's going to be super nice. Uh, I, we just like, same as Berlin, just wear a mask in yeah. places. But I don't think you need to for restaurants. So... But flights are all like there's been like there is like wear a mask. Normal, yeah? Wear a mask. That's it. And we're going to yeah. find out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's the best time ever to go because there's not going to be any tourists there. Which yeah, it could be really nice. Nature's going to be un, relatively untouched at least. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, cool. So we'll catch up in when I'm back on like the ninth or so. Do our episode Perfect. three, round three. Nice one. So let's wrap up. We have been, and still are, I suppose, Henry Latham, Rob <laughs> This is all about the product. And we'll be back in another two weeks with a nice chat and catch up about anything and everything product. See you then. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.